Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. Sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know that there's just a million things pulling you 1,500 directions, so... Thank you. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and to tell others about it, um, I'm incredibly grateful for that. Humbled. And uh, I will try and use your, your time wisely. Hopefully it helps you a little bit. And hopefully it uh, helps our country just a little bit. And the guineas are out flocking uh, from one side of the yard to the other. Very interesting. I think two of the males are deciding that they don't like each other today. But it's hard to say. You know... If you don't know what guineas look like, they have this, I mean, I don't know, decently large body, but this little bitty head. And so you know their brain's not very big. So, (laughs) Lord only knows, there's not a lot going up there Uh, at any rate. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them and their families. Guide them and bless them. Help us to remember you in this Christmas season, Lord. Help us to get better at remembering you all year long. Try and take that spirit of of Christmas and that, that calmness, that peace, that goodwill, and stretching it out through the entire year to those in our churches, our communities, our schools, our nation, our states, to others around the world. Forgive us that we knock you down on the priority list to somewhere maybe just above last far too often instead of putting you first. Help us to get our priorities in order. Guide our leaders, Lord. And help us to truly focus on you and your Son, Jesus Christ. And guide my words, Father. Please, in your Son's name we pray. Amen. So I'm going to start with a little bit of Psalm 50. For every beast of the forest is mine the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all it contains. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of male goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I shall rescue you and you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to tell of my statutes? 
and to take my covenant in your mouth. For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you are pleased with him, and you associate with adulterers. You let your mouth loose in evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I kept silence. You thought that I was just like you. I will reprove you and state the case in order before your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you in pieces, and there will be none to deliver. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and to him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of God. The thing that struck me really was the title of Psalm 50, God, the judge of the righteous and the wicked. And there's a couple lines that kind of leap out at you, right? Uh, the world is mine and all it contains. But to the wicked, God says, what right have you to tell of my statutes and to take my covenant in your mouth? For you hate discipline and cast my words behind you. Now consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you in pieces and there will be none to deliver. Uh, and also maybe the most encouraging one, right, is call upon me in the day of trouble and I shall rescue you and you will find honor or and you will honor me. The whole point is one thing our founders uh, talked about often is uh, and really and our great leaders throughout time is they have realized. That there was going to be a judgment someday. That God was going to judge both the righteous and the wicked and that that there were there was going to be there were going to be consequences and rewards for our actions and and that's totally different from your salvation in Jesus Christ right none of us can get to heaven on our own we've all got to have Jesus Christ and uh, the bible speaks pretty clearly about nothing being able to separate us from the love of Christ Minus, of course, the unforgivable sin of blaspheming the Holy Spirit, which I think is, is really just paramount to rejecting God. But not a theologian, folks. Find a pastor to talk to. Definitely not, not me. But the point is that our nation was founded, predicated. Benjamin Franklin, I think, talked about this. I wish I had the quote in front of me. Uh, Jefferson certainly alluded to it in his comment about trembling for his country. Uh, because he knew that God was a just God and that his justice couldn't sleep forever. Lincoln talked about it with a civil war, uh, potentially, probably being the punishment for slavery, for us turning our back on God and rejecting God. And and so we need to remember this today, that our nation, the reason we're in the problems that we're in right now, folks, is because we've rejected God. We've cast him behind us. We haven't paid attention to his words. We've definitely hated discipline. I mean, I've got some pretty good examples in my life, folks, where I should have done one thing and I chose to do another because of selfishness, lack of discipline, pride. Uh, there's a laundry list. It's we, If we were going to talk about all my problems, we'd have to sit here for a while, folks. The, the point is, they, it never went well. It never ended well. In fact, some of the things that I have done in my life, I'm still paying for. And you can make that argument about slavery. We've still 
dealing with this nonsense today from 150 years ago. And God only knows in heaven truly what the punishment is going to be for abortion over the last 50 years. Uh, and, and feminism and uh, LGBTQIA rot, etc. No false divorce, no fault divorce. The, the list just goes on, folks. Like we're paying a price, and, and the price is going to get steeper and steeper. Um, you know, I said this in the last podcast, and uh, I say it often because there's so many great quotes that I ought to read every single day. And we're going to get to FDR and the 1938. Christmas message in just a second, but I'm going to read this quote from Douglas MacArthur again in 1951, just because it lays it out. In this day of gathering storms, as moral deterioration of political power spreads its growing infection, it is essential that every spiritual force be mobilized to defend and preserve the religious base upon which this nation is founded. For it has been that base which has been the motivating impulse to our moral and national growth. History fails to record a single precedent in which nations subject to moral decay have not passed into political and economic decline. There has been either a spiritual reawakening to overcome the moral lapse or a progressive deterioration leading to ultimate national disaster. This this quote right here, and there's quite a few, I, I still really like uh, Woodrow Wilson's that America was born a, a Christian nation as the heart and soul of this particular podcast. But this quote right here by, by MacArthur, it, it might be a real close second. There's storm clouds on the horizon, folks. And I could sit here and talk about this for a long time. I won't. Uh, the left has infected the nation. It's like a cancer. And and we're past the point of, of nice niceties. We're at the point where we have to mobilize spiritually, turning back to God and Jesus Christ. Have to. And not in a half-hearted way, but a whole-hearted way, like your day, every day is centered around Am I doing what God wants me to do? Am I, am I listening to him? And, and the fact that these are the two doors, folks, that he lays out right here. I've talked about on the podcast often. you got two doors, folks. Uh, one is recovery, which is almost assuredly going to go through a civil war. We're at that point today because the left is never going to stop until they're forced to stop. If you don't realize that, go ahead and realize it. Get it set in your heart and your mind. It's just, it's a tough pill to swallow, but it's there nonetheless. And the other door, there, there's of course in door A, there's there's the kind of the sub door. If God kind of has some miraculous turning around uh, that he performs some miracle, which Lord, just if you're taking any votes, that would be my vote. Uh, that's a possibility. But then the other door, right, really the second door is that we just continue down this path, as MacArthur said here, uh, progressive deterioration leading to ultimate national disaster. We're passing into political and economic decline. Look, look at our economics today. Look at inflation. 
Look at our political leadership. And it's not just the last cycle, folks. Please, please don't make the mistake of just blaming the last cycle and Biden, etc. We've got to be honest here. We've been on this path for 80 years, ever since, and probably a little bit before, but ever since we passed separation of church and state. That's the key. The key is to get God back in the center of our political lives, the center of our military, the center of our schools, our public education, the center of our policy and our constitutions, like it was at the very beginning of the nation. The reason that it wasn't explicit in the Constitution, the national constitution, was because it was explicit in the state constitutions and they didn't want to step on the state's powers. So, phenomenal quote, uh, MacArthur. Man, we could sit here and talk about it a lot more. I'm going to move on though. I don't know if we're going to get all of FDR's 1938 Christmas message in. Uh, we're actually going to start with a different one, his Christmas greetings to disabled veterans. This is December 19th, 1938. To you who in time of national peril have defended your country with courage, fortitude, and heroic self-sacrifice, I extend my heartfelt holiday greetings. It is my earnest wish and that of an ever grateful nation that for you and those dear to you this Christmas season will be one of happiness and hope. And that the new year will see your restoration to comfort and health in a happy nation long destined in the providence of God to remain at peace. There's a lot packed into uh, just a few sentences here by FDR. And of course, you go back to MacArthur's quote that we just read, the gathering storms. They, they saw the storm clouds at this point on the horizon. They knew bad things were coming. And so there was a, a renewed sense of urgency, especially during Christmas season, turning back to God and Jesus Christ as a nation. But... You look at this again, you know, in the providence of God. It's funny, we turn away from God until things get hard. And then we go scrambling to him uh, for help, for comfort, for salvation, for, for protecting us. Wouldn't it be nice if just one time we learned that lesson before things got to that point? And, and just... The disabled veterans here, we spend so much time. This is going to step on a lot of toes, folks. So be it. I, you cannot put disabled veterans in the same category as LGBTQIA as any kind of racial group as illegal immigrant criminals breaking into the country. Man, my temperature just went through the roof. I hear the voice of my father in the back of my head talking about not getting to a shouting point on the podcast. 
and how Reagan always uh, managed to kind of keep a civil tone, and he's probably a pretty good example of a communicator. Folks, if you're if you're ha if you have more sympathy and you're giving more of your time and effort and energy to pretending to comfort those mentally ill people uh, in the LGBTQIA community. And I say pretending to comfort because you're encouraging them. If you're really trying to help them, that's, that's a different ballgame. You know, if you're really trying to help them in their mental illness, which is what homosexuality, homosexuality and, and transgenderism is. And it was labeled as such until 73, I think, or 72 for homosexuality and then 2016 for transgenderism. But if you're enabling them, right, if you have more sympathy for them and you're trying to encourage them, if you have more sympathy for illegal immigrants that are breaking into our country and stealing resources and representation, often away from these very veterans who need the help, right? If you've got more sympathy for a group of people because of the color of their skin, simply for that reason and nothing else, than you do for these men and women who have risked their lives, lost part of their bodies, defending our country, your priorities are beyond out of line. And this would be a great season. And this is a pretty decent start here from FDR in 1938 to go back and look. An ever grateful nation that for you and those dear to you this Christmas season will be one of happiness and hope. And the new year will see your restoration to comfort and health and a happy nation long destined in the providence of God to remain at peace. Tell you what, folks, uh, we're in a time of national peril. And a nation that doesn't take care of, we're not going to get to FDR's 1938 speech. We'll do it on the next podcast. A nation that ignores their veterans is just on the doorstep of destruction to begin with. And there's a lot of great projects out there, folks. Uh, I'm familiar with a couple. It's pretty easy to go out there and, and look. Uh, and, and some of these are not perfect companies by any means. Um, I think the Wounded Warrior Project has come under a little bit of fire in the last year or so. But, but you know what? You don't even have to go to a national program, folks. Go to your local... VFW Post, Veterans of Foreign Wars, or American Legion Post. And just find whoever runs that post and sit down and talk to them in your local community and say, hey, I, I would really like to help a veteran somehow. I don't, you know, I don't need them to know anything about me. Is there, is there somebody that needs a little bit of extra cash this Christmas? Or can I help feed, you know, can I bring some food somewhere? Find some veteran, folks. Somebody that's, that's given so much to our country. 
and just offer to give a little bit back and and good lord in heaven prioritize them above people that are screaming and demanding rights that they don't have a right to <laughs> over the over the veterans that actually were the ones that risked their lives to provide these rights to us all the real rights the god-given rights the unalienable ones Tell you what, gathering storms. Isn't it interesting that the Douglas MacArthur quote and this FDR uh, talked about national peril? Uh, at any rate, God bless y'all, your families, your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.